0: Log Talk Radio. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of working
1: Really? Are we really gonna start off my show like that? I mean, honestly, that was kind of like years past. But now we're gonna start this show off the right way. But before, actually, no, I'm gonna wait until after the intro to do that. Um, could you uh, we like, why are you giving me the look for? it? I mean, seriously, dude. Just, you know, hit play, you know, do the thing with the thing, do the thing with the thing. Oh, yeah, it's a Friday night, man. And uh, I'll let this guy do the talking. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Can we kick it up a notch? Seriously. I mean, I know I do this on Wednesdays, but for the sake of wrestling podcasts, you know, let's just, you know, give it a little flavor. Okay. Can we? No, I'm serious. making some noise but before we do that shocking news of um, ECW legend and outcast let's please have 10 seconds of silence for the now deceased ECW legend New Jack All right, may our prayers and condolences be to new Jack and his remaining family members And also those that were close to Jack So, um, yeah, that's some shocking news I thought Jack was going to live forever But, um All right, so folks, tonight I will be discussing AEW Dynamite. Um, our co host will not be joining us on this Friday. It's okay, he will be joining us um when you know, when time when the schedule opens. No. <laughs> Sorry, folks, for the delay. I'm getting messages now on Russell underscore radio. Uh, by the way, if you want to message me on Instagram, it's Russell underscore radio on Instagram. Yes, I completely understand that, and I will talk to you in private about new Jack. Um, WrestleRadio forward slash Facebook dot com, WrestleRadio Network forward slash Facebook dot com, at underscore Brian Rails on Twitter. Let's see here. So I'm going to start off remembering what I remembered from watching the re-recorded AEW, Darby Allen and Nero, for the TNT Championship. It's much appreciated. Thank you, sir. All right. So, let's see what I have here. All right, cool. <laughs> so, I'm going to dig in the scene. Yeah, I love TLC, man. Thanks. I, I know you noticed. Know <laughs> We're going to do AEW results. First, and then SmackDown Live. So, AEW results. Miro versus Darby Allen. The Young Bucks, Set a Breakup, you, Orange Cassidy, Tuck, Complete, Two Challenges, Kenny Omega, was just recently on also an episode of Impact with the Good Brothers. Nagata comes out first. Moxley comes out to Wild Thing. Some Rick Vaughn vibes. Bell rings, forearm shivers, kitchen sink, and big boot by Nagata. Um, let's see here. Two men stand head-to-head. Mox lays in some corner. Larry. So Nagata versus Moxley. This is a good match, I remember. Um, Mox goes for piles pile driver, but Nagata flips him over. Running using the quarter by Yuji. So the winner and still IWGP United States champion is John Moxley. He's held that title for a while, folks. Uh, Post-match Nagata and Max, or Mox, they share some mad respect with one another. Let's see here. Santana arrested for using a fork. Really? This is kind of – really, that's kind of – off-putting. Cody Rhodes said he had never been proud to be an American and addresses Anthony Agogo. He's run down and verbally annihilated the United States, and the irony is that he afforded the. Okay, so Cody says there's anger in every pocket, but our empathy outweighs our anger. Messpelled R, but who cares? He then cites a Willie Nelson song. Cody starts singing with Agogo's liver shot. Cody credits Bruno San Martino for credits. Chad Khan for making a name for himself and then blah blah blah. So it says then he says the American night okay will go-go at double or nothing but he won't be going against the American nightmare at double or nothing. He'll be going with the American American dream Cody Rhodes. Oh so he put his father's legacy in that that's cool match two was the tag team championships SCU versus the young bucks. Let me tell you something the young bucks it depends so Kaz and Nick started off Kaz gives okay I don't need fucking play by play on this who won and still AEW Tag Team Champions the Young Bucks Kaz is astounded by the loss blah 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 and the camera cut so the number three match is AEW Eliminator match Orange Cassidy with Best Friends versus Pac with Death Triangle how many fucking factions are in this fucking group Sorry, I get sidetracked. Uh, Orange puts his shades on. Hot crunches them up like Goro. (laughs) I like that description. He crunches them up like Goro, folks. So, sounds like he's about to go take a shit. But, you know, if you've never watched the original Mortal Kombat, you need to do that. Back from break, the two men are brawling. So then, okay. Who wins this match? Orange Cassidy. Oh, well, it doesn't say, so hang on. They forgot to add the Who cares? Thunder Rosa versus Jasmine Allure. Thunder Rosa. Serena D will take on Red Velvet next week. She will defend her NWA Women's World title. I have no clue what's going on in the AEW Women's Division until now. So, uh, TNT Championship, Miro versus Darby Allin. Before the bell even rings, Miro, oh, yeah, this one. Let's see here. See, okay, so Miro drags him into a beatdown. Okay, I like this description. (laughs) Then it says, Referee Paul Turner checks on Darby Allen, charges him with a knee. Let's see here. So how does Miro win this match? So Ethan Page and Sky team once more, and Lance Archer with Jake Roberts shows up on stage to confront the new champ. That's going to be a good... Lance Archer, dude, is huge. I've seen this dude at Revolver. He's huge. So him confronting Miro, this huge dude. (laughs) It's going to be interesting to say a double or nothing. I don't really, like, honestly, suppose I don't care for AEW. I really don't. Um, and there's reasons for that. One, I guess you could say stuff is recovering from last AEW Dynamite. But also, on another note, I've got to do some SmackDown Live review because it just went off air 17 minutes ago. So... Yes, I agree completely 100% I think it wasn't a bad show Even without you know Jericho and MJF And the main guys and even Cody Rhodes Who show up I mean when one main isn't there Another main comes and fills in So yeah you're right it's not a bad show When there's no You know action heavy action Going on what I mean by that is Inner circle Kinnacle You know Triple trap or whatever the fuck Pox group is. Um or yeah. And uh, Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. I think it's a good you know, it's a good group. It's just there's too much there's way too much sometimes. And this night wasn't, you know, it wasn't complicated last Wednesday, so let's go over NXT and Fact Live but SmackDown Live first. So Wait a minute, Rhea Ripley showed up tonight? What the hell? I don't want to go over. <laughs> no. I honestly, dude, if, I, if you ask me who the better women's champion is on respective brands, it's kind of a crapshoot. Not really. Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, you couldn't have picked two better champions, but at the same time, I'm going to be highly entertained when I see Becky Lynch come back. I'm not saying Rhea Ripley's a bad champion by any means. I'm just saying it was a, uh, yeah, for sure. So I'm going to read out Sportskeeda tonight, folks, because I did see the show. I just caught it out of odd order. We're not going to read from Sport Takeda. Let's catch all the live results from this week's episode of SmackDown Live. Thanks for joining us, folks. We will see you Sunday for WrestleMania Backlash. Um, And that's not exactly what I was looking for. So, Cesaro, let's see here. Highlight the show. Let's see here. Tampa, Florida, Uniline Center. Commentary, Michael Cole, Pat McAfee. Yeah, I know who's on commentary, dude. Um... Jay, okay, say, Jay Uso's in the ring. He says, they call him right-hand man, main event, Jay Uso. Um, okay. I see a clip of last week's SmackDown involving Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, and Cesaro. So, it started off with a promo, in other words. So, when Jay gets heated, Roman says that they're all about family. They're all about him for everything he has done for their family. Okay. And Roman asks Jimmy if he thinks he can do what he does. All right. Out comes Cesaro. Says, of course, challenge accepted. <laughs> Women's Tag Team Championship match Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler with Reginald versus Tamina and Natalia. I'm believing that Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Wow, Natalia and Tamina. Never too late to fight for your dreams. I'm actually shocked on that. Wow, goodness. So... Medal of Honor ceremony, Paulo Cruz with Commander Aziz. So another promo. The help of Aziz, he restored to glory, blah, blah, blah. Ray Mysterio, with Dominic versus Dolph Ziggler with Robert Roode. I believe Mysterio has won that match, Ray versus Ziggler, I believe. So Ray rolls up Ziggler, one, two, three. And then also, folks. If you really want to catch SmackDown Live, you can do so on Hulu or you can go on Peacock and his episodes of SmackDown Live and all that stuff. For those of you asking questions, it's Wrestle underscore Radio Network or Wrestle underscore Radio, my bad, on Instagram. And the Twitter, it's at underscore Brian Rails on the Twitter. All right, folks, let me continue these results. I'm shocked. Natalia and Tanita. holy cow. Congratulations, you two. Mr. Uh, Sunday, he knows he can win the WWE Universe of Call the Universal Champion. Kayla is backstage as Ray and Dominic. Ray says they are close to making history, which is true Because his father, the first ever father-son tag team champion pair um, in WWE history, in wrestling history. So, Bianca. Ask Cole where Bailey is. I see a clip of last week. Bailey attacking Bianca Belair. Bailey continues to laugh. Blah, 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 So, Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin. Why are they putting him in this match? Oh, my Lord. Corbin won the match. And I'm okay with that. I don't know why. I... Not okay with that, that's a lie I don't want someone would be okay with King Corbin being Nakamura But sure, I'll just go with it okay. mm. So, let's see here How'd he beat him? Nakamura with forearms and right hands Corbin runs towards Nakamura, but Nakamura ducks Turned it into a triangle, but Corbin gets his feet and goes Nakamura up. He drops Nakamura down with the lock so on, Corbin gets the pin. So, in other words, he picked him up and got a pin that way. Um, dude, not that I... Whatever, you know, the show results are what they are. Cesaro versus Jimmy Uso. Drop kick by Cesaro. So he wins this match. So Cesaro wins by disqualification because... Reigns to Cesaro from behind With the referee calls for the bail um, I don't know if this is a build up for either Cesaro winning the championship for a hiccup or the fact that people bitch so much that they the show's gonna go on no matter what, man. So regardless of whether, you know, Cesaro wins at WrestleMania Backlash this Sunday, which I had completely forgotten was actually no I had not. That's a lie. WrestleMania Backlash is this Sunday. You can catch it on the Peacock app, uh live streaming on your TVs. Certain restrictions apply. You can check local listings on the WWE website to see what is compatible with Peacock app. You can actually stream it from your phone, you can buy a cord from Walmart, your local Best Buys, or wherever electronic parts are sold. made applicable for the Peacock app stream it from your laptop using an HDMI cable and putting it into your TV, or however you you know, decide to watch this lovely pay-per-view. All right, so NXT. Kyle O'Reilly versus Orny Lorkin. Yikes. Santos Escobar versus Kushida in the main event for the Cruiserweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Um... As far as the women's championship match, Mercedes Martinez versus um, Raquel Gonzalez, I don't think that match was terrible. It could have been better. If you want my honest opinion about Cameron Grimes, what he's doing is gold, dude. I mean, it may not be getting the attention of uh, other people, but there are a lot of things that um, catch my attention, good and bad for NXT. Leon Ruff. Repeat Pete Dunn. You want to talk about lopsided Yeah that match uh, I don't know he just basically jobbed to him And I don't know If you would call NXT decent Or terrible It's an in between promotion now When it goes back to having Live shows though I would hope and pray that NXT just does takeovers <laughs> Because Live shows for NXT it depends on which region they're in. They might as well stay in the East Coast. They I don't even know if the East Coast would want anything to do with um NXT, to be honest with you. Um the rate this show's going in your house, pay per view coming up carrying cross versus Sin versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Add that into the mix. Adam's already reached the plateau you know, the top of the mountain in NXT a long time running. So I don't know to be honest with you, Whether or not you can classify NXT as a good show Or a bad show It hurts me saying that Because I used to Ever since its inception in 2014 You know With guys like Samoa Joe gals Like Bailey, gals like Becky Lynch Charlotte you know this was back before Shit hit the fan In 2020 And we were all able to go to wrestling Shows and um, I know I'm not supposed to go into spiel about NXT, but I am referring to it because I just discussed it and the matches that had transpired on it or happened on it. So, it is within reason. It is within the subject matter. We are talking about NXT. We did. Dis- I did discuss AEW. Oh, I forgot to mention a little something-something about Impact. So, the Good Brothers were on Impact. Kenny Omega was on Impact, doesn't shock me. You know, AEW is linked with that show, and it's not a bad show. Anyways, I figured I would take the time out to just say that no matter what, from top to bottom, if we're looking at AEW, NXT, Impact, I mean, it is something. Oh yes. I it no, the reason why I was pausing was because I was reading your question. <clears throat> so if I seem like I'm, you know, not focused, it's because I'm trying my damnedest not to laugh. Some of the messages that you guys be sending about New Jack is fucked up, and I'm not gonna talk ill about the dead. And I will discuss New Jack later on. <clears throat> the stuff I remember from him, you know, the good, the bad. I'm not gonna talk about the ugly because it's, it's ill-advised to talk bad about dead people when you know they have you know just just recently passed. So, um, anyways. I remember the days of NXT when it was Samoa Joe, Nakamura, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, uh, Corey Graves, when he was still able to work. Um, Neville, who's now Pac, Moxley, who's now, you know, doing wonderful things in AEW. But I just want to point out, NXT kind of lost its luster when it started, you know, pick, they started picking up microphones a lot more than they used to. And I don't know what's going on, but I would like to know, You know, it's still the same ground and pound action, you know, the same hitting this. It's hard when you have a limited roster, but we can make the excuses as, you know, they come. It's not a bad thing that they're putting on a show that features a lot of high-octane action, you know, a lot of high-flying. There's a controversy. No, there's not a controversy. There's... Bedlam, if you will, when it comes to the, champion, the NXT Championship, because I could find potential names all I want, but I'm not the promoter, I'm not the writer, I'm not the booker. I'm just a fucking fan who happens to observe what goes on. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other people who have watched NXT over the years and its evolution, it sucks when you know a debilitating pandemic not debilitating but i should say a historical life changing plague takes place and that hinders fans from coming to the event so that in turn also hinders some of the roster from being utilized or being released or what, you know what whatever happens happens but at the end of the day, if I look across the board as a fan, I have a lot of shit to um, be thankful for. One of those things, his, um, his shows is just not my, I guess not my cup of tea. And I'm still watching it. Why? I need something to report as kind of a lame-ass excuse. I like watching it and, you know, not just critiquing it, but just saying, oh, I like this, but I didn't like that. So that's mainly what I did tonight. AEW, I without some of the main players, you know, like Jericho and Guevara and Santana and Ortiz, it's still, you know, across the board was not a bad show. So really at this point, both are trying, I don't know, in a short description how to describe AEW and WWE. Other than the fact that sometimes the roles have been reversed. If I look at AEW, their ratings are off the charts from the demographics from eighteen to forty nine. WWE, it's hit and miss. Smackdown Live seems to be a good thing going, you know, with McAfee who's like a fucking live wire and a mouthpiece. Um it just it's hard to watch, you know, programming without certain people. It's also difficult to watch one guy struggle. So sorry for the noise in the background, folks. So, um, <laughs> but here's the deal: it's hard to watch wrestling when you're so used to the shit that has gone down over the last four years in NXT and also in the latest of two years, in the span of two, almost three years with AEW. Although, I will point this out, the match between Miro and Darby Allin, absolutely horrid. No thank you. I mean, it's like, who am I to critique? It's like, dude, if I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't like the match because it seemed like some of the shit that was done should not have ever been attempted. And I'm talking about Darby Owl. That dude is absolutely batshit insane. And some of the shit he does, it's like normal humans would be um, either, one, dead. <laughs> Two, it's like, dude, holy fuck, this wiry little skinny blonde dude with face paint is putting his body on the line. In some instances, it's in ridiculous... Copious amounts of stupid. I mean, he's just kind of like the skinnier, blonde haired version of um, Jeff Hardy. So, really, at this point, I want to say that match was the drizzling shits. Miro winning the title, was it meaningful? Really? No, but at the same token, you need to give a guy like him some of the spotlight, because let's face it, in WWE, his stint as Rusev was short-lived, and the whole stupid love triangle story angle with Lashley, Lana, and Rusev was dumb as fuck. If it was trying to lift Lashley's career, boy, he kind of shot it down like a you know, that old duck game in Nintendo, that's how Rusev's career got shot to shit. And it seems at times he's like, I don't give a fuck, let's just get this story done. And then he left. And now he's in AEW. So, what did that, you know, recollection of the past have anything to do with his match, you know, on Wednesday? I can already tell you, got to give somebody limelight that's been waiting in wings for a chance to shine. His only true run, you know, at the WWE Championship, they have been lying, you know, lied with the, on the shoulders of John Cena. I don't think anyone has a problem with John Cena. So I uh, <laughs> wink, wink. You see him talk and everyone else Oh well, you know John's not a bad worker There's no dancing around it Rusev's closest attempt to a WWE championship Or his closest attempt to a championship at all I don't know if you know this But That match in AEW Was not his best work He does so much better work than that some may disagree, some may not. I don't give a fuck. I, you know, We all have our own opinions, so what I'm about to tell you is this. So, now I'm getting text messages. That's kind of funny. And this is, you know, from past guests talking about AEW. Not all the organization is bad, it's just um, less factions. So, I agree. Not all of AEW is bad, but we must be honest with ourselves. Watching it, looking at it in live, living color, you know, they're supposed to have live shows, even though the restrictions may or may not have gone through. I mean, they have shows coming up in uh, New Jersey. They have shows coming up in St. Louis. Curious. Since AEW kind of had to step back a little bit with their main stars, you know, because of the cage match from hell or uh, blood and guts, if you will, I'm just curious how much longer the talent's going to realize every week we gig, every week we have a special match, every week there's a faction versus faction. Kind of like, Two versions of W C W mixed in with a little NWA, mixed in with a little E C W. And these are just personal observations what AEW has been doing with their shit. Sorry, like I said, I get sidetracked by a mile or two. When it comes to A E. W. NXT, Impact Wrestling, N W A, my God, dude, there's there's a lot of options now in professional wrestling. And so To watch to go to to audition For that's the good thing right The bad thing is As a fan We can't go to the shows because I guess The CDC has not Relinquished it's hold On certain things but now The mandate for not wearing Mask has been released And that's in public places so does That mean At a wrestling show we can Go now Just just curious because I, I would Much rather report and say Hey I watched the show Live it's been a while Actually it's been almost Fuck the Last live show I went to was with a, a buddy of mine We went to Houston Texas at the Royal Rumble And I know a lot of you are going to stay Claiming saying I want to go to AEW I want to see their show Look I don't care what it is Wrestling is Watching wrestling live versus watching it on TV, there is a big difference because watching NXT live, watching AEW live, watching anything, it's the pyro. It's the... There's a lot to contemplate, watch, you know, observe, talk amongst other wrestling fans. Um. There's just There's just several things That I uh, Would like to relay to you And I'm kind of scatterbrained Because I'm getting a lot of messages From Facebook and also Instagram The hell if I know dude I mean I looked at AEW saw it for what it was, and made the made the observation. I wouldn't say judgment, because they're still a fairly young company that has, you know, garnered some of the former talent from WWE and NWA and Impact and all that. Were they smart from rope? They're doing what Vince McMahon did back in the day, gathering all the territories. And making you know, you look larger than life, as Jake Snake Roberts said in the documentary and Dark Side of the Ring. So I don't know what the direction of wrestling is. I never know. You never know what the direction of professional wrestling is. You have to guess. That's the beauty part of it. And also, to answer your next question, I am a firm believer that AEW and WWE are going to constantly compete against each other. I don't know for how long. But if I look at the demographics for certain age groups, like 18 to 49, and and that's like the main demographic that people are looking at, I'm going to say AEW has an edge because, one, I don't know about using fake blood, but two, well, okay, the faction-heavy side of things that AEW has going for it, and the, um, well, putting together matches that should have been on Double or Nothing. Because you have to... my, My biggest question to AEW is, you have all these great matches, right? All these fantasy matches come true. But what happens when you have to constantly top the last show, that you had beforehand with all the steel cage and steel chairs and barbed wire and thumbtacks and mouse traps. My God, dude! You know I I've seen more shit go down on AEW during their live shows than you know at their pay per view. So people want to make the assumption that AEW is better than WWE. Or people still want to stick to the tradition of watching traditional wrestling in WWE. It's a fucking conundrum, all right. And I'll tell you why. On the one hand, you have something that satisfies the deathmatch wrestling fan. On the other hand, you have something that satisfies the quote-unquote pure wrestling fan's taste. I don't know what that would be, but... Like, oh yeah, it gave a technical feel to it. Technical feel? I don't know. Starting to grasp why there's a problem when it comes to wrestling fandom because we're all cluster fucked in the head. know why? Because let's watch it. I don't want to watch it. Why not? Well, you know, we saw this last week. It's the same shit. That's the conversation my roommates and I have all the fucking time about AEW or WWE or, oh man, I used to watch WWE back when it was decent. Are you fucking kidding me? I used to watch AEW. Until they started being faction heavy and lying about what they said to begin their, you know, start their company. Yeah, it can go back and forth all night long. And I've discussed this with, you know, some of you to the point where I'm blue in the face. But I guess it bears repeating. WWE, AEW, NXT, SmackDown Live, is all AEW Dark—they all have something in common, and do you know what that is? They're all providing us entertainment. Um, I'm gonna say this right here, right now. Oh yeah, the backlash go home show. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached that point in the show where if if you have minors under the age of eighteen, the following content is not suitable for minors under the age of eighteen. It contains a lot of expletives. Okay, so. My biggest thing with this is I drop more F-bombs than, you know, nuclear missiles or bombs on D-Day. So I ask your children not to repeat the expletives that I repeat to their school principals because they are graduating soon, right? Congratulations to all the current graduates uh, for going through the bullshit that you had to go through. Good luck in college and all that good jazz. So, so yes, I do would like to, well, you know the drill, right? Yes. I cannot guarantee that you will come out the same after listening to Off the Rails Uncensored's Friday edition. But what I can guarantee you is that Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast that was coined and phrase Off the Rails Uncensored 2016, March 7, 2016. Any replication or reproduction or likeness of the title, off the rails and censored, is punishable by law. And you will be fined $45 in accordance. So, with that being said, Monkeys in the Truck, could you please, pretty please, with the cherry on top, hit my music. Dig it.
0: I know your I I you
1: oh. Alright, so we just saw SmackDown Live tonight. At least that show has a sense of direction. And I, you know, I like being in the know about the show. I don't like, you know, okay, well, not being in the know. But I also was kind of caught off guard, you know, new tag, tag, women's tag team champions. All right, Natalia and Tamina, awesome. Also, I know most of you are going to say Roman Reigns is going to win Sunday. Well, yes, because I don't know if you know this, but... There have been rumors circulating around that Lesnar will come back to the company and Lesnar will beat Roman Reigns. Of course, because they're so insistent upon their big heel coming to the company, and there's a lot of workers who are in agreement with me that you kind of have to have Lesnar around because he is a big name heel. He is someone that you can absolutely hate because he doesn't give two fucks about the business, which is honestly true. I mean, if he didn't give two fucks about the business he wouldn't have taken care of the Undertaker and probably would have concussed him worse and we wouldn't have seen the farewell match between him and AJ Styles. So yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care in the sense that he didn't want to do shit with uh Moxley, you know, before he went to AEW. We also wanna take notice of the fact that the story between Cesaro and Roman Reigns it should in my opinion, it should have been Shinsuke Nakamura in one instance. But that's just me, personally speaking, and observing. Also, um, I noticed on NXT that it's getting a bit campy, content-wise. Yes, there's chaos, but I also want to quickly point out there needs to be some kind of form of adjustment. Like if you, The match between O'Reilly and Cole... From weeks ago You know It's not the same You know If we're trying the main event Kyle O'Reilly it, it depends On the flavor of ice cream fan Again That thinks Wow We were so used to seeing Adam Cole In the main event Maybe it's time for someone else Now they're trying to implement Pete Dunn and Leon Ruff Why? That kid It's not to say that he's not talented But at the same token, it's kind of annoying. It's like he's like the... It's not like the Barry Horowitz. The current mid... You know, modern-day Barry Horowitz where that dude will lose a lot in WWE, but, I mean... I don't know how to put this. He's not a one-hit wonder. He's kind of like the a little bit taller version of Cedric Alexander. And to enhance his poor child's career, I don't know what else to say or do as a fan other than good luck, man, Godspeed, because essentially this kid is going to get lost in the shuffle. Just saying. His match jobbing out to Pete Dunn. Congratulations, you made impact and no one ever Cameron Grimes I like what he's doing He's become more of a comedic uh, You know, Rowan Russell Just like Gargano They turned him into a comedian I guess Without certain elements of NXT There's next to nothing You know, there's very little firepower There's no oomph um, there's, they've got the talent but where where's the energy that NXT used to, you know, exude and give off. Because I remember when it first started as a reality show. I also remember when it was rejuvenated back in 2013. I remember actually auditioning <coughs> for NXT with little to no fucking training actually a little bit, maybe not a lot And uh, to see It go in the direction That it's going, I, I don't know, I'm not sure I know it can be a lot better With more talent, and I know It can be a lot better with shows being involved Again um, Hopefully soon Same thing with AEW, uh, not really AEW, I've got Some friend. I wouldn't say friends I've got some people I know of Well, Mike's a friend Mike out. AEW is very gifted, you know, they've got very gifted talents on their roster, including Mr. Omega, including Mr. Christian, Chris Jericho, Moxley, a lot of Japanese talent, I'm sorry if I cannot pronounce their names, Kata, Agogo, no, it's like a lot of Nick, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Ronalds. Dustin Rhodes, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, Ortiz. Mostly in the circle and pinnacle. Except for, I tend to notice here and there type things. And they're not major. Actually, it would kind of fix shit. And maybe they had one or two factions instead of, well, three's pushing it. It's too faction heavy. If AEW was, you know, no fat, not, No factions, but if it had less factions for any fan to follow, it'd be a lot better. Yeah, the demographics are good sales from 18 to 49. But I just would like to point this out. It's difficult because... It's difficult to follow AEW, especially when the content constantly, you know, not changes, but well now this faction is going to do this and this faction is going to do that. Are the workers booking this shit? Because you guys know that's a cardinal sin, right? If a worker, like Cody Rhodes, books them, I trust him. It's just, there's only one problem. In any locker room, is there favoritism? Yes. And No. In any locker room In wrestling That depends Who's the promoter Who's booking this shit And three I've said this a million times Their premiere Holy shit I need to watch this type of matches Are on live TV They're not on the pay per view So now You're stuck with Matchups like Jake Hager and Wardlow, I-, I honestly, and that's just one matchup. Then Guevara and Dash from FDR, you gotta have a sixth sense when you're watching professional wrestling to be like, these matches shouldn't be on live TV, but what can you do? It was blood and guts it was a Survivor Series slash war games type theme match and this is a prime example of why some of your live shit does not belong by any stretch of the means. it doesn't belong on live tv but again you're in a conundrum because you need something to fill time on the air and plus blood and guts Boy, you know, you want to talk about old-school feel to things, when the ring rope broke and when guys were gigging, and it looked like old-school NWA, AWA, slash WCW. Sorry, folks, for the interruption. That's a phone call on my regular phone. Just a second. Stand by for station identification. I apologize for that interruption, folks. I didn't mean to do that.
0: Mhm,
1: mhm. I'm reading some of your stuff, and I concur. AEW does need a lot of work. So does WWE. So does a lot of wrestling. So, how do we do that? How do we go about doing that? So, <laughs> we watch it. We like. We say what we like. We say what we dislike because we're fans, right? But back to what I was saying. If they didn't have so many, if they didn't have so many features, like feature matches, that is, it would have been a lot better. And why? Because then it builds up for the for the pay per view. I and mean, it gives the fans an idea of what your company is about because you're giving them a teaser leading up into the pay-per-view not you are giving them a whole bunch of oh shit what are we going to watch you know for the pay-per-view now i'm sure they'll come up with something it is a professional wrestling company and it is the company through which you can watch every wednesday and now double or nothing is coming up on pay-per-view i believe it's on the fight network for fifth like 49.99 or something depending on what uh, promo code you use you can use it on the fight network app download on Google Play and also Apple iTunes. So yes, folks, shit happens. We run out of ideas. We run out of creative shit because why in this generation of professional wrestling fans, some of us are unimpressed or all of a sudden became all-knowing experts. I am guilty of uh, back then not who like an incessant fucking know it all. But then when I got on the other side of the curtain, I'm still learning shit even though I'm out of wrestling right now. But I just would like to point out even though I'm still learning, I'm still going to give my honest opinion on whether I liked it or disliked. So it's not beware, be fair warned. It's I'm well informed. I'm still learning a lot of shit about wrestling. I'm not jumping to conclusion. Just telling you, NXT needs a lot of work too. And as far as a lot of work goes, it means they're already a machine. They WWE is the premier, you know. So they're going to tell you we're the premier company to go, you know, shoot for. You, you should definitely aim high and raise your standards and all this shit. AEW is probably the same thing. Hey, you know you. You're with us now, your family you are you're one of us, wrestlings a brotherhood, no matter where you end up and like I said, it's difficult for me not to be able to go to shows and you know and give my critiques from you know a live setting. What does this have anything to do? With uh, tonight's discussion in, contra- in contrast from AEW and WWE Well If I was able to And other fans were able to Watch shows live it made things a lot easier Because it either is a shit show live Or a good show live AEW is either Good live or a shit show From home They didn't do the virtual audience thing Because that's what their competitor was doing Also when the pandemic happened, it changed a lot of shit. WrestleMania had no crowd at WrestleMania 37. Actually, yeah, it did. 36, my bad. I get WrestleMania's crossed up. Imagine how Drew McIntyre felt wrestling in front of no audience from something that he had worked his ass off for, clawed and scratched to get back to, you know to being a champion, to being relevant in wrestling outside of ICW again. Imagine how, I don't know if AEW did so much uh, work, you know, without an audience because they still had one, despite going against precautionary measures. Yeah, they did a decent job of keeping their fans entertained. But there is something that bothered me uh, that my co-host was telling me, that WWE put in place, you know, the virtual audience, and they told you who to boo, who to cheer, and commentators were in your ear. I'm all for, you know, having a virtual audience, but you can't, you can't force an audience to like what you guys like, and you can't force an audience member that has watched your shit for years to just boo and cheer at random. That's just fucked up. That's one of the reasons why I didn't join the virtual audience, because I just think it would not be an enjoyable experience. You should cheer for who you you want to cheer and you should boo who you would like to boo. That's just a given, man. And, the, and you know, I get it. The can he has to come because you don't have a live audience, so you have to work your ass off to make things same live, but not really. And I wish with all my heart that WWE would at least attempt to stop doing promo after promo after promo. Unless it has a reason or is supposed to make sense, don't can do five gajillion promos. Like tonight on SmackDown Live, it wasn't terrible, it wasn't good, it was, you know, it had matches that made sense, but you only have two hours, so really at this point, when you have promos that are three, five minutes, that's taking up network time. The the, the company is paying for that, right? Mhm. And so I just I just want to point out folks when they do sh- when they've done shows with that you know that virtual Thunderdome I had no inkling that they were forcing people to say Or not to say, but to to smile all the time. What the fuck? This is not The Sims. Like, you either boo or you get off air. Okay. I know I wouldn't last long in that virtual audience. I mean, I could fake a smile and be like, yay, and boo. But I'm not going to be fake as a fan. That just goes against my nature. And I wanted to address that issue right here, right now, just briefly. Whenever you... Whenever you watch a show, a program, like a football game for example, and they, you know, said, Hey, you can um you have to boo this particular team member. You can't cheer for this one. No, you wouldn't sit there and watch the fucking game. You'd be like, Fuck it, I just wanna be myself during the game, especially Raider fans. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Granny's still confused. But she, you know, she's a she's a Closet Raider fan and a Closet Yankee fan. Anyways, I digress. Point is, if you were forced to watch something or actually forced to show your emotion that you're not feeling, are you really going to want to tune in every week to that shit? No. Just, just being honest. That's kind of why AEW has an edge because they're not forcing fans. They, even though their stuff sucks sometimes too, they're at least letting the audience members feel a real kind, of, real sense of emotion. Whether they like someone or boo someone, or they absolutely hate someone like MJF, or they absolutely loathe Wardlow, or they admire his, you know, big structure. You know. The point is. If things aren't forced, fans will want to come see you If things are forced, fans won't want to come see you. That ends that now on to New Jack, I can't speak ill of a dude who I vaguely remember from six, nine, and eleven years old. I remember meeting new Jack dude was as you know he wasn't bad. Spoke his mind. Did what he wanted. He moved from Smoky Mountain Pro and Jim Cornette's camp to to ECW because he's getting paid more by the police. So... I mean, there's nothing more than to say that I remember his match, his scaffolding match with Vic Grimes. I also remember, you know, he he was a very outspoken pro wrestler, so I feel like if we're gonna remember New Jack, there's a lot of good things that he ended you know, up doing for the business. I mean, he created attention for E C W, had the mass transit incident. And I'm pretty sure that family's pretty happy. I don't know, because Eric's probably, I don't know, like I said, I'm not going to touch that. I'm just going to say he was definitely an influence on the business, whether he loved or hated him. ECW remembers him because of a lot of shit that he did that, yeah, he's gigging every other week. Not just gigging, but... It wasn't just Vic Grimes that this guy had issues with, man. There's just a lot of shit that New Jack will be remembered for that's not good. Gypsy Joe, Hunter Red. I mean, he was fucked up in the head, and he said why on Dark Side of the Ring. So, let's see here. New Jack's epic dive off a of scissor list in, in NWA. New Jack versus Necro Butcher versus Matt Tremont. This was back in the day when he used to play music during matches, and it was stupid as fuck. But his legacy that he left was both good and bad. You know, he did stab someone. He actually stabbed multiple people, made an example out of a young tag team. It was all good and bad. Look, his um. Someone will say he's a character In wrestling That you can't just etch out You cannot etch him out of your head No matter what you do or what you try So Although I do remember You know he did say some pretty uh, Bad things about Jerry Lawler's kids passing On Twitter Like I said he, He gives mixed Reviews. So, um, it's ill advised to talk bad about the dead. So, yeah, man, New Jack passed. Let's see here. I want to see what his age was. Gotta be in his 50s. Ah, yes, yeah, I was right. 58 years old, man. That's too young. Very young. So, those of you messaging me, Tell so Nija, y'all need to quit.
0: Because,
1: <laughs> honestly, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, look, dude, I appreciate the feedback about him, but, you know, you can't, like I said, if you talk ill about the dead, he did leave nasty things about Jerry Lawler's kid. He did say some pretty horrible things to people because you wonder why I'm fucked up in the head. It's because his daddy, his dad shot his mom in in the leg, stabbed her. So you wonder why he's fucked up. Man, that was fucked up, my bad There's your reason Jack was just, you know He was a very real Very real individual, man He was very straightforward and to the point Where you can't relate You know, normally in wrestling People won't tell the truth You got people that are shady as shit in this business And people like to sugarcoat it and say Oh, well, you know so and so is going to be working you and I blah blah blah, and then turn right around and say, "Don't work him like that because you know he's shitty." You know, in this aspect, blah 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 blah. And it's not all the conversations in wrestling, but some.
0: And what New Jack
1: brought to the table was more than just extreme. He could talk. That's one thing he could absolutely talk your ear off. He did promo. He did shit that was controversial. You know, For example holding the white baby doll With a noose around it And then having to be escorted out By the police I'm just telling y'all That dude did not Play around And he Like I said he didn't hold any remorse Because he didn't give two fucks And I'm just trying to tell y'all New Jack Like I said he's got mixed reviews a lot of people remember his days in ECW. Very few remember Smoky Mountain Pro. I remember majority of it, thank you, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, a magazine that used to exist. I mean, I don't know if it still does, but it used to come out somewhere, colored photos where you can get some out, and you can get the wrestler to autograph it if you wanted. Or you can, It would show top ten wrestlers, top ten most hated wrestlers, top ten most popular wrestlers. I remember that. New Jack was number one on the most hated list. At one point in time back in 93 and 94. I just, I don't know. It just, it was a shocker because I thought the fucker was going to live forever. As bad as New Jack was. But as much of an influence that he was in the wrestling business, I want to point that out. He just, it has gone too soon. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to talk any further about knee, Jack. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about a man who I met back in the day. He was very He was a very cool dude. He wasn't like intimidating nothing. He just, I believe, I, yeah, Russell Conn. I met him at Russell Conn, got his autograph. I didn't have enough time to get his picture, but nice dude. I guess I could leave it at that. Anyway, so enough about New Jack. I don't want to talk about the majority of what he did, because that'll take me forever. In conclusion about tonight's discussion about AEW and WWE, there's a lot of room for improvement on both sides. Are they doing a decent job? Entertaining fans in their own way? Yes. Could things improve? Yes. For those of you asking me questions on Instagram about New Jack, I will talk to you in private. Uh, Not on air. Nope. Just, uh, just a fair warning, man. I don't, I don't divulge that stuff, and uh, yeah, just gonna say.
0: Uh uh-huh.
1: I ain't in private. Well, I gotta go. So, <laughs> yeah who bitches I have to go to work tomorrow is what I was about to say. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say about WWE, AEW, or Impact, or any company, well, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Actually, that was weak. Forget about it. There we are. All right, folks. Sorry for the interruptions on the phone. but uh, Yes, I will um, I'll definitely do my best to... Uh, Relay the sirens you hear in the background That's New York for you Right So Yes Alright Thank you all for listening Thank you Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Canada Tokyo, Japan Beijing Everyone listening during this stupid crisis Hoarding gasoline The dumb fucks Sorry I'm bringing political shit into this But you know I just have to get that off my chest You idiots the same ones that maybe you can burn the toilet paper you hoarded too you ass munches anyways um shoot those bitches I gotta get some sleep
0: Ticket look in my eyes. what do you see the cost of Don't push and now see,